the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. God tells us in His Word that the gospel, which is God's Word, is the power of God unto salvation. But the Bible also tells us that the gospel is not the power of God unto salvation for everybody, but it's only so unto them that believe. That means that if we don't respond properly to the word God has preached to me and you by believing it, then the power of God unto salvation won't manifest for me and you. That's why it's so important that we respond properly to the word that God has preached for us. Otherwise, all the power of God that could have manifested from the gospel preached to us won't manifest for us. And that'll be because of our lack of proper response to God's word. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. I invite you to turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. And then turn your expectation on high because the Lord is going to bring some revelation before your eye, which will allow you the privilege and pleasure to be able to step into the awesome life that he has planned for you in Jesus' name. We're working on the message that we started just a little while back, and that is Our Response to the Word. Our response to the word. And this is a very important teaching because our response to the word will be able with is what will determine whether or not we will receive what we've heard. Our response to the word will determine whether or not we will receive what it is that we've heard. God has shared with us what it is that he wants us to know so that we can be blessed as we go to and fro. Satan is sharing with us what he wants us to know so that we will never make it into the things that God has in store for us. And we'll always live a limited lifestyle, never step into the fullness of the things that the Lord has in store for us. There's a contention going on, so-called war going on. There is really no war going on because Satan ain't fighting against God. But he is bringing information necessary in order to be able to cause us to not step into the things that God has in store for us. Because our response to the word will determine what happens for us. If we respond correctly to the word, then great things can be able to happen for us. If we do not respond correctly to the word, then awful things will have opportunity to happen to us. Hebrews chapter 10, of course, is our foundational text. Have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say unto you today, and I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. Hebrews chapter 10 says, cast not, verse 35 says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. And it really does too. Our confidence has great recompense and reward. Understand how the Lord has me teach. He knows, because he said it in his word, that faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Which means that if we hear and hear and hear and hear a thing, then faith will come in it. To the point that we'll get confidence in that. Isn't it interesting how 
The way he has me teaching this is that every single time we read this foundational text, and that foundational text begins with the concept, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense and reward. Why? Because he wants you to understand, don't cast away your confidence, because it has great recompense and reward. Because believers are in the midst of a situation where Satan is continuously bombarding them with information to cause them to cast away their confidence, to let go of what it is that God has said, to be able to just hurl away that awesome promise that God has given you so that you can hold fast to that thing that's going to bring misery to you. But yet God doesn't want you to do that. That's why he has us learning this on a regular basis. Don't cast away your confidence. Look at your neighbor. Say, yo, neighbor, don't cast away your confidence. Look at your other neighbor. Say, your neighbor. neighbor. I don't know if you heard them, but I'm hollering at you. Don't cast away your confidence on the ferrilla Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the ferrilla. You do not want to let go of your confidence. I mean, for real, for real, because you get jacked when you let go of your confidence. You get held back when you let go of your confidence. You'll never get a chance to step into the things that God has in store for you when you let go of your confidence. But if you hold fast to your confidence, it's going to have great recompense or reward. It's going to pay you. It's going to set you out. It's going to be able to allow you to be able to step into things that you never would have been able to step into before. God's going to open a door which will allow you to be able to move forward into a tremendous lifestyle that you never would have lived if he did not give you his word. But God gave you his word. God told you what it is he's going to do. And that's what we need to have confidence in him and what he said he would do for me and you. And we're going to have confidence in it. We already learned that that word confidence is talking about our faith, that we have faith in what it is that God has said. We trust what he said. We rely on what he said. We have confidence in what he said to the point that we're willing to lean the whole of our existence on what it is that God said because we know God will never let us down. That we will not have to live life with a jacked up frown. That all we have to do is lock in with what God has to say, have confidence in what he has to say. Don't let it go despite what we see, what we hear, what we experience, what folks say, what folk don't say, what folk do, what folk don't do. Don't let go because God has spoken to you and he's told you what it is he's going to do. He's told you what it is that he's going to turn around. He's told you what it is that he's going to be able to cause to turn to a smile that was once a frown. He told you he was going to provide your every need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. He told you he was going to open doors for you that no man can close and, 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 and close doors that no man can open. He told you that he would be your protector, your way maker, your healer, your provider. He told you he'd be your peace in the midst of a storm. He told you he'd be your joy, unspeakable and full of glory. He told you what he's going to do. Now the question is, you going to let go of what he said or lock in with what it is he said. I happen to believe that here at the mighty word of faith in 1928 Bassey Road presently that we are people that are locking in with what God has to say and we will not let go of what he has to say. We have confidence knowing that God's word is true and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Therein it has great recompense of reward. It's going to pay off. Hold on to what God said. It's going to pay off. I don't care if nobody else understand it. It's going to pay off. That's if God said it. Hebrews, as if God said it. Hebrews chapter 10. And if it ain't, let it go and grab hold of what he did say. Praise God. Verse 35, cast not away therefore your confidence, which have great recompense of award. For we have, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Here's where a lot of believers go wrong because they have need. I mean, flat out need of patience because they don't have patience because they think that if I hold on to what God has to say, we have a preset notion in our mind how long it's going to take God to get done what he said he's going to get done. That if we lock in right now, then it's going to happen right now. 
But no, if you lock in right now, it puts him in motion right now yeah. to get done what he needs to get done. But you don't know how long it's going to take for it to happen. But one thing for certain, we know it's going to happen. We know he's going to come through. And most believers lose their patience. We lose their pa- lose our patience. And as a result of losing our patience, then we don't receive the promise that he has in store for us. But we know, and we've already learned, that if we hold fast to our confidence, have patience, knowing that God's going to come through, do what God tells us to do, we're going to receive the promise. No ifs, no ands. No buts about it. Verse 37 says, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Speaking of the Lord, he's going to show up. He ain't going to tarry. He ain't going to wait. He ain't going to be like around the corner playing games while you being all jacked up. Come on now. You know, out there, you know, messing around while you sitting out there all by yourself. No, God's going to show up. Just have patience. Now, knowing all of this, the just shall live by faith. That's us. We live by faith. What do we live by? We live by faith. We live by faith. We live by faith. We live by trusting in God, having confidence in God, relying on God. That's just a lifestyle that we live. That's the way we roll. That's the way we do what we do. We just live by faith. We're the just, the justified. We've the ones that's been pulled out of darkness into the marvelous light and been made children of the most high God. We've been adopted by the living God, brought into his family because we trusted him and did what he asked us to do by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And when we did the simple thing he told us to do, God came through and did exactly what he said he would do. So we're not a people that does not have experience in the fact that God does what he says. We are the just. We know God does what he said because God saved us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, some of us, the rest of y'all, it'll be at the end of the service. But the rest of us, we got saved already. Blessed be the name. So we got experience in the fact that God does what he said. Because he said, if you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that you'll be saved and you shall be saved. We were, we confessed him. We believed it. And we got saved. We got pulled out of darkness into the marvelous light. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We got changed. Second Corinthians chapter five said we were turned into a new creature. Old things passed away and behold, all things have become new and all things are of God. We look at our lives now and we say our lives are not the same after Jesus did what he did as a result. God doing what he did as a result of us doing what he told us to do. We did it. He did it. We did it. He did it. He told us what to do. We did it. He did it. We've seen that we're the just. See, this is what the just this is how to just understand. Because he's not saying, I don't want you to just do this with no concept of the fact that I don't do what I say. You the just. You know I do what I say. You know I come through all the time. Because I come through for you. Didn't I provide for you the time that you needed provision? When nobody else knew about your jacked up situation which needed a revision? But didn't I come through for you then that very day? Then why will you not do what it is I have to say? See, we have to be a people that then become each and every day more confident in the fact that God's going to do what he said because we're already doing what he told us to do and he's already coming through. We're the just. We live by faith. It's just the way we live. That word live, of course, we already learned means order your lifestyle according to, which means every area in our life is being ordered according to what it is that God has to say. God has to say certain things about music. We line our lives up with what he got to say about music. God has certain things to say about people. We line ourselves up with what he has to say about people. If God has certain things to say about situations, circumstances, occupations, as well as other vocations, then we line ourselves up with what it is he has to say. Because it just live by faith. And if we line our life according to what he has to say, then that opens the door for God to do what he said. And he will come and he will not tarry. He's going to come through for you and you're going to be blessed. But if you don't order your life according to that, then the next part of that verse 38 kicks in. He says, but if any man draw back, my soul, God speaking to you, shall have no pleasure in him. 
no pleasure. Why? Because now I can't get to you what I want to get to you. Now I can't do for you what I want to do for you. Because when your soul draw back, your mind, your will, and your emotions draw back away from doing what it is that I say to do, and then you choose to do something other than what I say to do, I cannot come through for you the way I want to. God has no pleasure in that. God pleasures in blessing his children. God pleasures in leading and guiding his children into the places he wants them to go. God pleasures and delights and and gets excited about you doing what it is he told you to do. It's because therein he can be able to get to you what he said he can get to you. But if you draw back from it, God says, oh, see, see, that's, oh, come on. Just do what I say. Just trust me. Didn't I do the other things I said I would do? Then trust me. And then somehow we put God on trial every single time he tells us what to do. We put him on trial each and every day of our lives as to whether or not he will actually do what he said he'll do. But God said, no, I need you to trust me. All I need you to do is trust me. Trust me. Trust me. We know faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So we continue to hear the word of God. We have opportunity to increase in our trust in him. But once we have trust in him, we will not draw back. But our drawing back is a demonstration of a lack of trust. I don't know if you could do that. I don't really know if you can handle that. I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know. And usually the reason why we don't really know is because we found out already we have various thoughts that are in our head, preconceived notions of how things should go, how things should flow, how, how things should happen, even after God said he'll do it. We're still thinking in our own mind, this is the way he's going to do it. This is the way it's going to come through. This is when it's going to come through. This is who the person is through whom he's going to bring it. This is the way it's going to manifest. But yet at the same time, trust me on this one, God's going to come into him from an entirely different angle than what you choose. An entirely different angle than the one that you're going to choose. But yet at the same time, if you trust him, you'll recognize his move and you'll step in and do what it is he has to say. Don't draw back. Because God's pleasure has so no pleasure in it. Why? Because we learn that will, the next verse, that we draw back unto perdition. Perdition means destruction. It means desolation. Or another way of phrasing it, it's the place that you don't need to be. God never intended for your life to be desolate. God never intended for your life to be full of stress, duress, and living less than the best. Never was his intention. God's intention for your life is good. Gooder than you think gooder than you know that's why you don't operate based upon what you think and what you know because if you trust him he'll take you past your knowledge into a lifestyle that's past anything that you could ever think about can i share with y'all a secret that i've shared with you before but i'm sure that you really didn't get it i'm gonna share it with you again you're not living the bottom level of the life that god intends for you to live i don't care how good you got it you're not even at the bottom level of what God has in store for you. The Bible says, I have not seen, ear have not heard, nor have it even entered into the heart of man the things that God has in store for you. It's beyond your wildest comprehension. He said in Ephesians chapter three, he wants to go exceedingly abundantly above all you can even ask or think, which means that if you can think it, it still ain't where he has to take you. If you can imagine it, it still ain't even where it is. If you can ask for it, you still ain't at the bottom level of where he wants to take you. Because he wants to go exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Which means that, I mean, you write your little list out of things that you think want to happen. God look at it like, please, that ain't even it. I got something sweeter than that for you. Something better than that for you. Something greater than that for you. But check this out, since you can't think it. 
since you can't imagine it, since you can't even ask for it outside of God's word shared with you, you'll never get it. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. To the level that you can think is the level that you'll live. But God says, I want to share with you a level of thinking past your limited thinking. So I can take you past your limited existence. Because most of us, whether we understand it or not, whether we know it or not, are living a limited existence based on limited thinking. But God, through his word, wants to share with you a word that will take you past the limitations of your thinking into his thinking. Your thinking is limited. God's is unlimited. Your concepts are limited. They're finite. They can only go so far. And if we even think of the possibility of having some of these things that God said you can have, then we still deal with it in limited time type thinking. Whereas we know, man, that at least take 20, 30, 40 years to pull that off, two, three generations. God said, no, not with me. Because you got to understand, God's outside of time. God's not limited by time. God created time. And anything you create, you can manipulate. Anything you create, you can manipulate. And it doesn't take God long to get done what he needs to get done. Did we not study already about a man that was lame from his mama's womb 38 years? But, at, but immediately he received strength in his leg to the point that he can leap and shout and praise God. Yet previous, prior to that, never walked a day in his life. Take that to a physical therapist and ask him, can it happen? Physical therapist with his limited thinking say that cannot happen. Because his muscles have already atrophied. And because they atrophied, it takes at least this much therapy even to get him to the point where he can even stand, much less leap. Stand, much less have balance. But he can leap and shout and praise God immediately. See, that's outside of our limited thinking. Are you listening to me? See, we don't, we, we can't see that we can come out of debt in less than no time flat and end up being going from being the tail to the head, going from being behind to a head, going from being, I mean, I mean, just, you know, penniless to being princes of this world in no time flat. It doesn't take God long. We think it in terms of getting a job. God says, no, I want you to learn to give jobs. But a lot of us, we limited in our thinking, and we'd be like stuck right there. We'd be like, oh, see, oh, see, oh, see. <laughs> but every time God shares with you a word, God is sharing with you a possibility for an impossibility. Every time God sends to you his word, he's sharing with you a possibility for an impossibility. He wants you to exchange the impossible that's in your mind with the possible that he presents to you. But it's only possible through the word that he extends to you. It's only possible through the word that he extends to you. It's one of the reasons why it's so important for us to respond correctly to the word. Because it will allow impossibilities to turn to possibilities. It'll cause things that are totally improbable to become possible and become manifested facts in the midst of our lives. But we got to lock in with what God has to say and he'll take us to what he has to say. Because every one of us is trapped by our thinking. Stuck right there. Can't go no further. We'll go so far and run into an invisible barrier that says you cannot go any further. Or we're limited by natural concerns that we can only go this fast. That's how fast we can go. We can't go any faster. This is how long it's going to take. God said, no, precious. I'm about to take you into a world that you can't even imagine. So I'm excited about this teaching because this teaching is teaching us how to respond to the word. Why? Because there's a word coming your way. Listen to what I got to say. There's a word coming your way. Yeah, it is. Your way. Your way. 
which is going to attack the limitation of your thinking and present you an opportunity beyond your comprehension. And the Lord is preparing you with the right type of thinking to handle that thinking that he's going to bring your way so that you can then say yes to the Lord so that that which he's already said yes to you with can manifest in the midst of your life. Whereas you can be able to, uh, I mean, just, I mean, I don't care what it is. It's just, just farther than anything you can think. But God wants you to be able to get this mentality so that you can be able to do it. Because every time he presents you a word, he presents you with a possibility for an impossibility. Something that was totally impossible now becomes possible. He, he, he extends to you an opportunity for a limitless existence to set us free from the limited existence that we have. He gives us opportunity for a limitless existence to set us free from the limited existence that we have. Because every one of us is limited by our own thinking. But at the same time, God says, I'm going to set you free of that thinking. Hebrews chapter four. Hebrews chapter four. God sent in a word to set you free. Hebrews chapter four, verse nine. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore. Let us make every effort, therefore, to enter into that rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Because see, that's, that's what ends up happening is that when God presents us an opportunity, if we do not receive it, if we receive the word that God has to say, it gives us confidence or belief. If we do not receive it, we walk around with unbelief. We're un, we have unbelief. We, we don't believe that that can happen. We don't believe that it's available to us. We don't believe that it can be done. Or if it can be done, we don't believe it could be us. No, not me. You know, that's what most folks say when, when, when they begin to enter into the things that God or, or have the opportunity to enter into the things that God has ordained for their lives. They'll go into the why me, Lords, you know, and Lord, is it really, could you really use me? Why is that? Because they're running in, into their limitations. They run smack dab in their limitations. I, I, I don't know about that. God might tell you to put in that, in, put in that uh, application for that job right there, right there. And then you look at the, at the uh, qual- what do you call them? Qualifications. You look at the qualifications, you're like, I ain't did that. I can't do that. I ain't did that. And I can't do that. I ain't, I ain't qualified for that. God said, I, I didn't ask you that. I said, put the application in. Because you don't understand that God holds the hearts of the kings in his hand and he'll turn them any which way he wants. And you will receive one that you're not qualified for you if God said do it. He tell you to put an application in for a, a, a car, a house, a business, a business loan, something to that effect. But you'll look at the qualifications that you think that they require and you'll say, I, I'm not available for it. But God said, no, no, that's your limitations. And then you'll end up with the car that you wanted to drive, although your credit is jacked. You'll end up with the business loan, although you ain't got no collateral. Ain't got no. I'm anointed in a mug right now. I'm speaking in bonics. Ain't got no anointing. Ain't got, ain't got no money. Ain't got no collateral. Ain't got no nothing that the, that the bank has to offer. My word will open a door for you to step into my limitlessness to the point that you'll get what it is that you have. Well, that's all the way I have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen from God's word how true it is that we need to respond properly to God's word for it to do what it can do for me and you. Responding properly to the word is what we all have to do. That is, if all the things that God promised us in the word will actually happen for me and you. So let's learn to respond to God's word the way he wants us to do 
so that he can do in our lives all the things that he promised me and you he would do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, Come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you ladies out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of you to come out to our Blessed Women of God biannual Women's Wisdom Conference this week. Opening night will be tomorrow evening at 645, and ladies, it's going to be all the way live. There'll be three sessions on Friday, 10 a.m. in the morning, 12 noon, and at 6.45 p.m. And there'll be three sessions on Saturday, beginning at 9.30 a.m. with the Blessed Women of God Breakfast. That's an all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers of Word of Faith for all of you ladies. There'll be another session at 12.30 p.m. And the closing session will be in the evening at 6.45. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. Child care and VIP transportation service are provided at no charge to all the sessions. There'll be praise and worship to God and life-changing wisdom from the Word of God that'll both bless you and transform you like only God can do. So ladies, come on through and bring some other sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come on and let the Lord speak to you the wisdom in the Word that He has for you at the Blessed Women of God Women's Wisdom Conference at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 